Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Finding Freedom podcast. I am so excited that you're here today. I really do have an incredible message to share with you, and I hope that you're as excited as I am to dive in. First things first, let me introduce myself. So my name is Brooke, and I am your host. I'm a mom of three, military wife, and entrepreneur who's passionate about teaching women how to manage their time so they can eliminate the distractions of the world and focus on what God is speaking to them through their daily time in the Bible. This podcast is designed to help you walk away each week with tangible insights straight from scripture that will help you understand and then apply God's word in your life. I know developing a relationship with Jesus can sometimes feel overwhelming, and I'm here to help you simplify that. So grab your Bible, a cup of coffee, and something to take notes with, and let's find freedom in God's word together. Hello there and welcome back to the Finding Freedom podcast. I am so glad that you're here with me today and I'm excited as always to share today's episode with you. Today for episode 65, we're going to be talking about how to give God our trust and let him steer us. This is another podcast episode question that I had submitted on the form that I have for anybody that wants to submit podcast episode ideas. And it's one that I'm excited to talk about. Um, I'm excited to talk about all of the podcast episode ideas, but I think this is a hard one. This is something that a lot of people struggle with. And so I'm excited to dive in and share what God has given me to share with you guys, things that have worked for me in the past. And I just want to dive in. So let's get started. So I'm going to start off with the fact that I really struggled with this question until I discovered that it's not really a one and done situation. So I used to think that If you trusted God, you never had doubts, you never had fears, you just were in la-la land and everything was always going to work out, it was going to be so easy. And I don't think that giving God our our trust is a, like a let him, I don't think it's a one and done situation. So we have to let him lead our lives daily. It takes a daily action, a daily surrender, a daily choice to say, God, this situation is yours, God, this day is yours. And Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. So how do we trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding? That's the first question that we're going to answer. <clears throat> or That's the question we're going to answer today. So we want to trust him with everything inside of us and not worry about what we're thinking in our own minds, but we want to just worry about what God has planned for us and how we can trust in that. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is my first tip, which is getting in the Word and spending time with Him in prayer. And I know that I have a lot of episodes that have that as one of the tips, and that's because the only way for us to ever get to hear from God is for us to spend time with Him, for us to be in His Word. If we are struggling in any capacity the first thing that we should be doing is going to him in prayer, going to him in his word and asking him to speak to us. So I always talk about the fact that we can't trust somebody that we don't know and we can't lean on someone else's understanding if we're not at least trying to understand it. And so I'm a big proponent of of daily quiet time and prayer because I need to know God. That's how, that's what you do in his word is you get to know him and then you learn to to lean on his understanding and not yours as you see his will and his plan played out right in front of you in scripture every time that you read it. So that's kind of a side note, but that is really why I'm such a big proponent of quiet time and prayer and 
just getting in the word because that's how we get to know and trust the things that we're asking God to do in our lives and, and how to trust that he is going to do those things. Um, and I want you to think of when you go on a first date. So when you go on a first date, you're like, all right, he's kind of cute. You know, you, most of us might be married if you're listening to this, but if you're not married or if you want to just go back to the day when you were dating, if you were going on a first date, you didn't know the person. You knew who they were and a little bit about them. And especially back in the day, like you really didn't know anything because now you could like snoop their, their social media. You can probably look up all of their personal information on some kind of background check website. You probably have to do those things these days too. But you really don't know the person. You show up for the date or maybe they pick you up at your house. I probably wouldn't do that in this day and age either. I'd be like, yeah, I'll meet you there. Anyways, um, but you don't know them. And so you show up for this date and what do you do? You talk to them, you ask them questions. You probably aren't gonna decide to like travel the world with that person on your first date. You're not gonna just run off on day one and be like, yes, I trust you with my whole life and I'm just in it all and we're gonna go do amazing things. And if that's your love story and it worked out, that's amazing. I don't mean to criticize it all, but typically that's not the, the response, right? And so we go on a date and we get to know somebody. We don't just dive all in and go get married the next day and travel the world together and leave everything behind. And so it takes time, right? You want, you would date that person for a while. You would get to know them. You would decide whether or not you like them enough to stick it out. And if you trusted them enough to continue to do life together. And it's the same thing with our walk with God. So we show up on day one. Maybe it's you walk into church and you experience him for the first time. And you're like, whoa, whatever that is, I want more of that. That was my experience. I went into church. I was very apprehensive. And I just saw how happy people looked. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. They're like so happy. They are the happiest people I've probably ever seen. And then I got into the service and I felt the spirit just moving in my heart. And then when my husband and I left, I said, whatever that was, I want more of it. Like I just knew that that little good feeling, like I wanted that again. And so I went back again, but I didn't go in, I didn't go home that day and completely trust God and surrender my whole life and just it took time and it may not be the same for everybody, but for me personally, and for this analogy, for the purpose of it, that's, you know, we're talking about, you go, you get the, a little taste, you get a little experience of God. And then from there, you start to build on that. And so you go on another date, you start to maybe open your Bible a little bit. Maybe you go to two services a week, the Wednesday night and the Sunday morning. Maybe you, you know, start saying a couple prayers in the morning and before bed or at dinner. Like you start to just really incorporate little things in your walk with God. And as you do those things, that's when you start to build your trust in him. Because then you start to really build a relationship with him versus him being just this almighty, all-powerful thing in the sky or person in the sky. You really start to understand and know him as a savior, as a friend, as a father, as your provider, as your protector, as all of the things that you need in your life, you start to experience him that way the more time that you've spent with him. And if you're not spending time with him, then you're not going to get to know him at that intimate level. And so it's important to note that a lot of Christians struggle with this and it's important to be honest with God about that because he, we can't see him. And so, you know, the Bible does say that that we don't have to see to believe and that's the point of faith and I understand that but I understand also that it's hard to understand that from the like from a new Christian or a new believer's perspective and so we all struggle with this we all have moments of like man like what if he's not real 
I don't know. I have those thoughts. I'll be honest. I've had those thoughts before. So I think that brings us perfectly into part two of it. So the first part of giving God your trust and letting him steer you is really just getting into a relationship with him, getting in the word, spending time in prayer, getting to know him and letting him into your heart a little bit. The second thing is confessing your doubt and unbelief. If you're struggling with trust, it's probably because you have a little bit of doubt and unbelief. And so we see in the Psalms regularly, if you go through the book of Psalms, um, King David, he wrote most of the Psalms and he's regularly in there asking, why God, why have you forsaken me? Where are you, God? He's asking God for just guidance and he feels like God isn't there. And so he didn't always understand. He didn't always have that trust. He had those moments of doubt, but it was in those moments that he turned to God and said, God, where are you? Like, I know you're, I know you're here. Everybody says you're here. All these people out in the world, all these Christians say they're experiencing you, God. I'm not experiencing you. Where are you? That's what, that's kind of how I perceive it. And so, so David was doing kind of the same thing as he's going through these trials and he's saying, God, I don't see you. Where are you? Please show up in my life. Please do something with my life. And he didn't understand it, but he always finished his Psalms with, I trust you. In some capacity, he, he ended it with praise. So he would start the Psalm really upset and emotional and distraught about whatever situation. And he would end it with God, but I trust you. God, I know that you're going to show up. God, I believe in your power. God, I know that only you can do this. And he praised him and, and believed that he would meet him where he was. And so we could read throughout the book of Psalms, all of the times that, that David recounted all of the times that God had shown up in his life, even when he didn't understand, he knew that God was always working. And so when we look back at the times in our life, when God showed up for us, it gives us a little bit of faith and hope and trust into the future with the current situation that we're struggling with. And if you're a new Christian or a new believer and you don't have that yet, that's where you get to lean on the testimonies of other people who have gone before you and who have said, God showed up for me in this way. You have those testimonies and someday you'll get to be a testimony to somebody else who doesn't have their own yet. And that's just an amazing part of the Christian walk and doing life with other believers. Um, and then the third thing I have, so you've, you've, you're in the word and then you're spending time in prayer, getting to know him. You're confessing your unbelief and you're being honest. And then the third thing is to ask him to help you to trust and believe. He hears us when we pray. He desires to show us the way. So we need to ask him. Sometimes we need to just straight up say, God, where are you? We're in the word. We're confessing our unbelief and our doubt. Now we need to say, God, I need you to show me. I need you to help me trust because I'm still struggling. And when you're submitted to him, he can work supernaturally in in you. And then you can you can build what I would call, let's call it like the trust muscle. So when you go to the gym, you want to grow muscles. You want to lift heavier. You're going to create more time under tension. And you're going to work harder. That breaks the muscle apart and it grows back stronger. Something along those lines. I forget exactly how it works because I'm not a personal trainer. But that's, you know... You go to the gym, you want to build your muscles, so you work your muscles harder, and then your muscles start to grow. And that's kind of what we have to do in our faith, is we are showing up as believers, and we want to, we want to work our faith muscle. We want to say, okay, God, I don't fully trust you with my finances yet. I'm really struggling to tithe right now, but I'm going to trust you to provide for my family. Or God, I don't understand why you have me working in this job that I really hate. I'm really stressed out. I don't know why I'm here. Help me to see it. 
Help me to understand why you have me here. Give me a purpose in this, this pain that I'm going through, this experience I'm going through. God, my baby's sick. I don't understand why she has to suffer, God. I need you to intervene. I don't want to lose her. I need to trust your plan, and I'm struggling to trust your plan, God. That's how trust is built. By taking your situation and saying, God, here it is. Like is. I'm, I'm trying really hard to trust you, but I need you to show up. That's what David did. Here it is. It's yours. I surrender it to you, God. Please show me the way. That's where trust gets built. You flex that muscle and you say, okay, God, it's yours. I believe you. I'm going to trust you. I need you to show up. And, you know, I think of Mark 9 when the man, um, he brought his son to Jesus. He was, his son was demon possessed and he brought his, his son to Jesus. And the words that he said was, like, was heal him if you can. Now we all know as we read scripture, like, yeah, Jesus could heal men, like people. He did it all the time. Why would that, why would he say if you can? Like he was the living, breathing, walking Messiah. Like, of course he could do it. But Jesus didn't condemn him. He didn't put him down for that. He just asked the man if he didn't believe that he could heal. And his reply, the man's reply. So Jesus said, like, do you not believe that I can do this? And the man replied with, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. He flexed his trust muscle. Mark 9, 24. He flexed it. He said, I do believe. I, I do. I'm going to make the statement right now. I do believe. But there's a little bit of unbelief that's going on in here. And I need you to help me get rid of that. I do know that you can do this and I want to believe it and I do believe it, but I'm still struggling. I don't know if that, even just saying it, like I think we all live it and we don't know how to explain it in words, but help me, help me believe. Help me with my unbelief. If you can heal him, help me with my unbelief. So those are two key things. You have to first trust that he can do it and then you have to ask him to help you with your unbelief. So if you're struggling to believe today, if you're struggling to trust, what do you need to do? Where are you not believing? Are you not spending enough time with him so you don't know who he is and what he can do? Because you've never read the stories that come in this book that show you who he is? Are you expressing to him that you're struggling with your unbelief? And then are you asking him to help you? He wants to help you. He's there to help you. Sometimes we have to ask because that shows him that we do trust him. And so I want you to know that you're not alone, that so many people in this world struggle daily with this. I struggle. You're going to struggle. You always will struggle. You're going to struggle throughout the rest of your life. But every time that you do, you have to just flex your muscle. God, help me with my unbelief. Help me to move forward. Help me to trust you in this situation. Point me to the right chapter to read in the Bible. Bring a person into my life, God, that has the same testimony that I need to believe my, and I need to believe for for my life. Help me with my unbelief. You flex your trust muscle and spend your time with him and ask him to help you with your unbelief and he will show up and he will answer prayers and he will show you that you can trust in him. But it starts first with you making the decision to get to know him so that you can flex that muscle with confidence knowing that he will show up because he says he will. So I hope this encouraged you today. I hope that if you're struggling with trust that something in here really spoke to you and you can apply it in your life. And I would love to hear from you if you 
have an application or you have something that spoke to you in this and you want to share it so that we can all be praying for you in that, please share it below in the comments or send me an email or a message on social media. Um, and then I always love to hear from you guys when you take a screenshot of the episode and then you post it. It helps people see what, what you're learning, but it also helps me know what's helping you. And I would love to shout you out on my social media and just be a part of your Christian walk with you. I don't want it to always be just a video or just a podcast episode where you're just listening to my voice, but I want to help you in some capacity. I want to be a part of what it is that you're doing. So I would love to hear from you. And I'm so grateful that you're here. And um, I just, sometimes I don't know how I got to this point where I get to lead other people through the Christian walk because this was never a part of my future. I struggled with the trust. And yet here I am because God showed up and I trusted him and I gave him everything. And every single day I show up and I surrender that to him. And I say, this is your podcast. This is your social media. This is your, your homeschool. This is your, whatever it is, your marriage, your home, your, all of the things, every part of my life, daily surrender. It's all yours. It's not mine. Take what you need and use me in any in whatever capacity you need to use me, God. I trust you. This is yours. So I pray that you'll do the same, and I will talk with you on the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the Finding Freedom podcast today. If this episode spoke to you in some way, can you please share it with someone else? Maybe subscribe and leave a rating and review. Each share and review means more to me than you'll ever know because it means that we're getting God's word out to more people. Your support means so much and I hope you'll tune in next week. In the meantime, let's connect on social media. I've linked my accounts in the show notes and I'd love to chat more with you throughout the week. Have a great day and God bless.